You are listening to HHS bonus content from the Hillbilly Horror Stories Network. This bonus content is released during the week for your listening pleasure while awaiting the release of Sunday's actual Hillbilly Horror Stories episode. All bonus content will be listed as HHS Presents or HHS Midweek, while the actual Hillbilly Horror Stories episodes will have only an episode number and the title listed, for example, 187, The Kentucky Vampires. Those episodes are a longer deep dive into a particular subject. If you are new to the show and the bonuses aren't your style, get the full-length episode to try. Enjoy. Hillbilly Youngins is intended for a younger listening audience. Hey, I'm Kristen, and Jerry and Tracy are my parents. Hi, I'm Dakota, and Jerry and Tracy are my grandparents. And And we we are... The Hillbilly Youngins. Hey guys, it's Kristen. And Dakota. Dakota's back! What? She doesn't know, but I did last week's episode without her. Really? Mom, you did? I had to. You weren't here. Why didn't you just like call me like one of those times that we did? Well, I didn't know how to do that on our new equipment, but I'm just happy that you're here. <laughs> and this is episode 27. Oh, I thought it was 26. Yeah, I, did, I did it last week. What? I did it on um, haunted haunted movie sets. They actually really oh, missed a good one. Oh, I wanted to do that. Yeah, you can go back and listen. I'm cool. not as funny as I normally am with you on the show, but <laughs> hey, I tried. Well, we weren't here because our dad's birthday was that weekend, mm-hmm. so we stayed out there instead of coming here. Yeah, well, that's Because we nice usually do it on, like, Sunday or Saturday on the weekend, so we just didn't. Well, you gotta be there for your dad's birthday, I get I it. I mean, yeah. All right, so, today, we are going to do, and I've got a lot of stuff to go over. I actually did quite a bit of research. <laughs> This is going to be on the Enfield Poltergeist. Ooh. Have you ever heard of that, Dakota? Uh, I heard of a poltergeist, but not the first word. What do you know about a poltergeist? What is a poltergeist to you? It's a very restless spirit that causes like a lot of mischief and just like lots of sounds and lots of breaking or moving very things. Very good. That's what I know. You get five points for your correct answer. <laughs> what? I don't know. Oh my god, today we watched this show, and these girls were talking like that. It reminded me of, like, Britney Spears. Oh my god. It was a show on Netflix, and it was these two girls that were organizing closets for celebs, and the whole time they were talking, I was like, oh my god, shut the heck up. You are so annoying with your stupid, preppy voice. (laughs) And Dakota had been, like, mocking them all day. Why? (sighs) I don't understand how people can talk like that. I don't know either. I mean, I know we say like sometimes a lot. Yeah. And, you know, we say things like, oh my God. Today's for guys. Like, oh my God. (laughs) Basically. Okay. Let's get started. My God, you're like screaming at people. (gasps) All right. You ready? Okay. Dakota. This story takes place in 1977. It's a long time ago. Time out. Yesterday, she was asking me what year I was born. (laughs) <laughs> and I said 1997 and she was like oh my god that was so long ago can you believe this chick she said one time that she was like oh my god you were born in the 19s <laughs> really <laughs> I was born in 2008 okay <laughs> so the story takes place inside of a council house which I did not know what was apparently it's a British either. public housing oh okay 
It is located at 284 Green Street, Enfield, London, England. That sounds kind of familiar for some reason. Getting deja vu. The story involves a single mother by the name of Peggy Hoxton. (laughs) What? (laughs) What's so funny? Peggy. Seriously. (laughs) We might get some listeners out there named Peggy, and they're going to take offense to it. Sorry. You are such a jerk. (laughs) Okay, so they started renting this house, and she rented it for herself and her four children. She had four of them. There was Margaret, who was 13. Janet, who was 12. I'm 12. John, who was 11. And Billy, who was 7. 7-11. She was a mother working hard to provide a life for her kids. And then the unthinkable happens. My gosh. Literally. Things that you would be like, really? Really, man? Like, I'm trying to work hard, and you're really going to throw this at me? Yeah. So the first incident was on August 31st, 1977, around 9.30 p.m. The kids heard some movement in the bedroom. Their mother then entered the room, and they all heard three knocks. You remember the significance of the three knocks? Mm-hmm. It's like if you open it or something, bad things are happening. I don't it know. It's said to be called the three knocks of death. If you yeah. hear it, that means someone is going to die. Yeah, something like that. She go around and start like randomly knocking three times. That's on not doors. funny. Oh my god, that'd be great. Let's do it. No, okay. maybe on Halloween. No, do it every day. We should do it at Grandma's house. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff that already happens around ha- happy. And then we would be hide surprised. behind the house. Okay, so their mother then entered the room. They heard the three knocks. When she walked in, a large dresser moved across the floor how does that even happen about 18 inches they got those really good sliders <laughs> <laughs> i know she's probably like really um i just buffed this floor and now there's scratches on it are you freaking serious <laughs> all right so obviously this scared the crap out of everyone and old peggy ran next door to get help from her neighbor the neighbor was a couple named Vic and gary they came to the house and heard more knocking noises. Just adding some exactly dr- dramatic effect. Like. <laughs> right. Everywhere that Vic went in the house, the knocking followed. Peggy said, screw this. Oh, <laughs> I just said that in there. And she called the cops. Time out. If you started witnessing things like that, would you? your first instinct to be to call the cops? No, I wouldn't care about it. What, do you, what would you do? Um, I would probably call Grandma. <laughs> um, can you help me? Um, no, seriously. <laughs> well, one time I had this bird named Sky. Sad, she's dead now. I've already gone over the story. Go ahead. Well, she flew out in the closet and landed in the closet when we first opened the box, and we had to wait like an hour for Grandma to get home, and she just like snatched that that bird and just put it right in the cage. I was too scared to touch it. I didn't want it to it like attack me. me. It was really? a parakeet. It was Godzilla. It was trying to peck me to death. Okay. <laughs> Imagine so. if that happened with, like, if you bought an aggressive, one of those parrots, whatever, macaws or whatever they're called. I don't know. Are they aggressive? <laughs> okay. Okay. Back to the story. So the two police officers arrived at the home, and they claim to have witnessed a chair move four feet across the living room oh my. as well as more knocking did they like they are very specific on these measurements did they like 
pull out a tape measure <laughs> and measure the distance between maybe they got the albert einstein area. in there i guess all right so days following those events toys were claimed to have flown around the house okay at this point word had gotten around about the house and the house was visited by council officials and clergymen all witnessing these same crazy events apparently the poltergeist had no um he did not discriminate on who he acted out these he didn't care acts in front of yes exactly okay september 4th a phone call was made to the daily mirror which i'm assuming is maybe like a newspaper or something yeah in hopes to reach out and receive some kind of help Two photographers came to the home and witnessed Legos flying across the room, Ooh, as well as Legos other hurt. objects. Imagine if, it, imagine if, like, instead of throwing the Legos at them, they put it all over the ground. So, like when they first stepped in, oh. if they stepped on it, oh, oh how evil! Well, that's the worst thing you could do. I know, right? Well, apparently, these like this Lego f- like flew so fast, and it hit one of the photographers in the head. <laughs> And it hit him so hard it left a bruise. <gasps> really? A Lego. I think that the worst punishment with my toys, because I don't really have toys, but I have uh, collectors like Pokemon cards and stuff, mm-hmm. is if I found them either all scattered out after many years of organizing them, or like Addison. Addison. <laughs> <laughs> or if they were ripped. died in her game. <laughs> <laughs> or if they were ripped up and like all over the floor, I would probably have cried and never. Oh my God. Never done anything. You know, back in the day, people worried about, like, getting tuberculosis and scarlet fever. And today we worried about our Pokemon cards getting spread all over the floor. Oh, my God. That's so rude. I'm sorry. Okay. I worked ever since I was, like, five years old for them. Oh. I'm 12, mother. My God. All right, let's keep going because this story is getting pretty interesting. Yeah, we're already in, like, nine minutes. Are we? Oh, heck yeah. All right, so these guys reached out to the Society for Physical Research to hopefully hopefully receive the help from some kind of investigator. They're just trying to get any kind of help they can get at this point. Mm-hmm. So a man named Maurice Gross took on the case. He visited the home, and he saw doors and drawers opening by themselves. Mm. Marbles, ouch, flying in the air, and then landing <gasps> oh on the ground without movement. Like, basically, like, someone picked it up and was, like, moving it around with their hand and then just, like, set it on the floor. And Even then, it was jumping. Move. Jumping? <laughs> yeah. So, there was, like, a cardboard box, a fish tank lid, and a teaspoon that, like, jumped. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So, the investigation continued, and records and tape recordings were made to keep note of any new incidences. Oh, my God. I was not <laughs> expecting that. <laughs> Here is a list of what was seen during this time. And holy crap, this is a big one. Okay, you ready? Okay. Toys flying through the air. Oh, my gosh. A shaking teapot. Okay. Eating utensils. I th- oh, I thought they were about to say, like, the whole thing is eating stuff. I was like, huh? I thought it was new. No, like, f- like forks and spoons, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. bending. A lampshade tilted and then straightened back up into its original position. A toilet lid opening and closing. Okay. Cushions thrown. A framed picture pulled from a wall. Mm. A settee, which I had to Google, which apparently is a sofa, levitated levitated mm-hmm. that reminds me of that song by Dua Lipa levitating 
I don't know. Sorry. (laughs) Janet, one of the kids, levitated. Kitchen doors opening and closing by themselves. Footsteps. Loud noises. Small fires that started and extinguished themselves. Fires? Oh my gosh. Um, Electrical equipment stopped working. That's normal, kind of. Apparitions. Okay. Ooh. I don't even know what this means. (laughs) Excrement appeared in random places. I feel like that's poop. (laughs) (laughs) I Google that one. I forgot to Google it. I think that's poop. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. Yeah. And written messages. And of course, possessions. Oh. Yes. So, the possession happened in December. Well, started in December. Janet... Which I believe is the twelve, yeah, the twelve-year-old. Ooh, I don't um, like that. Became possessed. So they started hearing strange noises from her: whistles, barks, barks. <laughs> I think she's like, oh, oh. I'm kind of good at um, dog impressions. Oh, here we go with your impressions. All right, let's keep going first. Okay. And then eventually a male voice. <gasps> yes. Ooh. Mm-hmm. If you are in this house, barking and meowing and hissing of all sorts is pretty normal. <laughs> if you live with Addison, at least. But male voice is in this house. I know. I it ain't happening, Unless man. Aries learned it's how to talk. It's only house. Besides Aries, yeah. Meow. <laughs> 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 that was Addison. <laughs> she said meow. The voice is identified. Um, actually, the voice identified himself as Joe Wilkins. He said he used to live in the house and claimed to still be living and sleeping in Janet's bed. Ew. Ew. (laughs) Joe was a foul-mouthed, evil-sounding elderly man. He said that when he died, he went blind, hemorrhaged, and fell asleep and died in the downstairs corner in a chair. How did he die, become blind, and then, like, okay, do I did not and even say again. it in that order. I'm sorry, I'm just like saying. <laughs> he said, like, okay, so I guess before he dies, so he was like chilling in the chair. Okay. He went blind all of a sudden. All of a sudden, that's and a little then strange. he hemorrhaged, which I guess I don't know where he hemorrhaged at. I don't even know what that um, is. Fell asleep, so I'm assuming he just like kind of blacked out, and then he died. Bada oh bing, bada boom. Then in January, Margaret, the 13 year old, she started speaking in a strange voice. Ew. So now she was also becoming possessed. Now, when I say possessed, I mean, it wasn't like the exorcist possessed. Like, they weren't totally demonic, and they didn't have a priest come in and, you know, exorcise the demon out of them. Basically, the spirits or whatever they were, were entering these children's bodies. Then leaving them and not doing anything. Causing them to levitate, causing them to talk in weird voices. And I think eventually they just left their bodies. I I don't think this was, like, some kind of constant thing yeah. from what i've gathered anyway many people came to the home to investigate some to disprove the phenomena How everything it- proved to be true what'd you say i was like why would you why would you even like disprove it because there's always skeptics out there who okay are, but how can you make a couch levitate and kids levitate i mean awesome. i don't know yeah strings <laughs> <laughs> really strong ones okay um this included a man named bill wilkins who was the son of joe wilkins okay that was the man that was possessing um janet 
he confirmed that his father had, in fact, died in that house just the way the voice had described. Mm. The story got out. The media found out about it. The family appeared on TV interviews. There was a book written about it um, from the investigators of their experiences in the home. TVs were around then. Oh my god, it was 1970. <laughs> just kidding, I know. <laughs> this is something, that would be something your grandmother would say. All right. <laughs> and um, time passed, and I guess these people still lived in this house. Um, the mother passed away. The kids moved on to live their own lives. Well, good for them. Janet and Margaret still confirmed the events. And said that after their mother passed away, they still felt a presence in the home. They said the event started after, guess what they were doing? I read the page. They were That's playing the Ouija board. They were playing with a Ouija board. <laughs> a Ouija board. I wanted to say Ouija. that, too. I thought you were They were playing with that. a Ouija board. And... <laughs> release the demons in the house because that's what happens when you play with the Ouija boards. <laughs> so people stop playing the Ouija boards. <laughs> a Ouija. Oh my God, I had to tell you guys something. Mm. All right, let me finish the story and I'll go back and tell you. Yeah. They eventually, uh, another family moved into the home and they moved out after two months. <laughs> the family said that when they first moved in, they started feeling very uncomfortable and then started hearing voices and a constant feeling of being watched. They then heard of the history of the house and were like, nope, and moved out. (laughs) Another family lives there now and they don't wish to be identified nor share any events that may have occurred because the mother says she has young children and she doesn't want to scare them. Well, last night I thought I heard a ghost in the house, but turned out it was mom at like three in the morning making food and watching TV. I was making ramen. Yep. You sick oh. creature. <laughs> okay, so back to what I was going to I was tell trying you. to sleep. It was so loud. Well, let me tell you this. Okay, go ahead. So a lot of you guys know that my stepdad, Jerry, has wrote a book. He has Did he fi- publish it yet? He, not yet. He just finished it. Oh, he has, cool. He's sending it in to get it formatted and then is hoping to have it published by the end of October. Okay. I'm so proud of him. I hope he hears this. I'm so proud of you. You, he has stuck to it. He's worked so hard on it. And let me tell you guys, I've not read all of it, but I have started reading me too. the I rough s- draft, and it is amazing. Tells about his I whole... I mean, wow. It tells about, like, his whole um, life story, but kind of still going, like, on the... Still being on the par- paranormal part of his life, you know? Mm-hmm. And the things that have happened to him is really cool. It is really cool. And even, you would think that... I, I mean, obviously, I would love it, but, you know, I know him. He's my stepdad. But just reading this is showing me, like, a whole other side of him that I've never known. And it's just a very respectable thing for him to do, um, to put his life out there like that. And I yeah. think it will help a lot of people to let them know that they are not alone in the things that go on in their lives. But back to what I was saying is, so he sent me over a rough draft... And I was reading it last night. I read the first... I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you, but I read the first time he showed us any part of his book. It was, like, the first, like, what, 20? No, it was two chapters. Like, 20 pages, I mean, though. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was really good. Just telling by that, it was really good. Well, he has decided to tell his Ouija board story. Oh, my God. (laughs) You're calling it a Ouija board. You're taking away the whole description of everything. Ouija board. 
Thank you. And this is a story that he has never told to anyone. Not even me. And I'm really upset. And I have begged him for years to tell me this story. He won't, will not do it, but he has released it into the book. I'm not going to tell you. No spoilers. How brute. But last night, I was laying on the couch reading the story. I was by myself in the dark because I'm a freak. (laughs) And I'm reading this story. I'm kind of starting to doze off as I'm reading it because I'm just really tired. that's scary. Well... You know, I keep like dozing off and then I'll wake back up and then I'll just start reading it as if like nothing ever happened. I didn't just fall asleep. (laughs) And I got to the Ouija board part. Then you started freaking out thinking that this house was possessed? No, even worse. So I'm sitting there reading it and right when it tells you what exactly happened and I'm getting so into it, the house is quiet and dark. It thundered outside so loud that it shook the house. I didn't hear that. scared the crap out of me. I (laughs) screamed and I probably jumped up off the couch at least one foot. (laughs) That is hilarious. I really wish I could have heard that. (laughs) (laughs) Just imagine that. (laughs) (laughs) It scared the crap out of me. (laughs) Yeah, she had to be there. But yeah, it was freaking nuts. I was there and I didn't even see it. Well, you were in the other room. I was in my room, trying to sleep. Or something. I was trying to sleep, woman. All right, so we are at twenty minutes. I think this is the longest show ever. I know, it's crazy. Right but she did write a lot. I did. This was a very interesting story. What'd you think, Coda? I think that I never want to live in a house like that ever. For show, well, <laughs> I can promise you that if we ever lived in a home that became haunted by a demonic spirit i would not stay in it like most of these people do i would say okay i'm moving back in with my mom and i would move back in with her and we would sell the house and that would be the end of it i mean i would be really sad because of all the work we put into this house but i mean it's your call yeah we ain't staying well hope you guys liked our show we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up and tune in next week for episode 28 Yes. Okay. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Kids, just a quick reminder that bullying is not okay. If you are bullying someone, you should be ashamed of yourself. If you are being bullied, please tell your teacher, your counselor, or your parents. Remember to check out the website www.pasterkidsagainstbullying.org. Again, that's www.pasterkidsagainstbullying.org. Bye. Bye.